0: This is AutoLine Daily reporting on all aspects of the global automotive industry. You know, we're starting to wonder if automakers cheating on diesel emission regulations is ever going to go away. Yesterday, German prosecutors fined Daimler nearly a billion dollars because it certified certain diesel emission vehicles as being able to pass emission tests even though they did not. And in the U.S., Prosecutors indicted a diesel calibration manager at FCA for cheating on diesel emission certification. Along with some other FCA employees, he's charged with conspiracy, Clean Air Act violations, wire fraud, and making false statements even to FCA's internal investigators. And speaking of FCA, Renault's chairman, Jean-Dominique Senard says he would welcome another run at having FCA join the Renault-Nissan-Mitsubishi alliance. Bloomberg reports that Sennard says he would be delighted to do a deal. That whole project fell apart last June because Nissan would not go along with it. It's still mad that Renault owns 43% of Nissan's stock, while Nissan only owns 15% of Renault. But now it looks like Renault is open. To a more equitable balance, and if that happens, look for FCA to join the alliance, which would make it the largest automaker in the world by a wide margin. Investors that bet heavy on the Chinese EV startup Neo are going through a bloodbath. A Scottish investment firm called Bailey Gifford bought one hundred million shares of Neo for about six hundred and seventy million dollars today they 're only worth 198 million. Bailey Gifford is also the second largest shareholder in Tesla after Elon Musk where it has made a tidy profit. But this also shows that even though the future may be electric, it's still an extremely risky segment to invest in. Opening the door is the first interaction people have with their car make it a positive experience. With XL Entry, we'll help you make it smoother, quieter, and safer. We are KeyCurt, the global technology leader in automotive locking systems with operations in Metro Detroit. Open the door to new access systems. Visit us on newentry.com. KeyCurt, technology that leads. Last year, Volvo Trucks revealed an autonomous trailer hauling vehicle that doesn't have a cab and now it's Swedish rival Scania is doing the same thing called the AXL the concept is designed for mines or large construction sites but unlike Volvo's truck which is electric Scania's runs on biofuel it's built on an existing Scania truck chassis and uses cameras radar lidar and GPS to navigate and to communicate with people outside the truck the headlights will turn on when it recognizes someone to let that person know the truck sees them. Autonomous trucks are already being used at mines and construction sites, but those have a cab and safety drivers to take over if necessary. Well, Here's a really cool concept that caught our eye. The Boxer 4x4 concept is Peugeot's idea for the ultimate recreational vehicle. It has unique tires, all-wheel drive, and the suspension's been raised to improve ground clearance. The large interior features a table behind the driver's seat, and it has enough space to accommodate up to three people on a long-term basis. There's even room on the roof for a bicycle and a full-size canoe. Overall, it has a pretty aggressive look, and if there ever was a European version of the A-Team, we think they'd probably be driving this thing. Volvo is coming out with its all-electric XC40 next month and claims it's the safest CUV yet. Since there's no lump of an engine up front, engineers were able to completely redesign the front-end structure. The battery is protected by an extruded aluminum safety cage, which was embedded in the middle of the car's body structure, creating a built-in crumple zone. Even the rear-end structure was redesigned to divert crash forces, away from the passenger cabin, but we'll have to see how this goes for Volvo. So far, it looks like the key to success with EVs is by using a dedicated platform, not by modifying an existing one. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion, and by KeyCurt, technology that leads. The UAW strike at General Motors shows no sign that it's going to come to an end anytime soon. While the union wants higher pay, better profit sharing, and fewer temporary workers, and some other things, at some point it's going to have to help GM put a lid on rising labor costs, which are the highest in the U.S. auto industry. One area that's ripe for reform involves the skilled trades. To become a skilled tradesperson at GM, Ford, or FCA, you have to go through a four-year training program. At the end of that, you get your journeyman's card, but only for one specific skill. You get a card to be an electrician, or a millwright, or a machinist, or a tool and die worker. It's a system designed to force the automakers to hire more skilled tradespeople. Meanwhile, at the transplants, it's a completely different situation. At Honda, for example, trainees go through a two-year program at a local community college where they spend part of the week at school and part of the week on the factory floor where they put their learning to use. And they learn all the trades, not just one. In fact, Honda doesn't even call them skilled trades people. They call them maintenance people. And once they graduate, they start at $60,000 a year, not including benefits. And most of those graduates are young, only 21 or 22 years old and these graduates really know what they're doing. Honda has excellent uptime and safety records, and there's no reason why this would not work at GM, Ford, and FCA. And with that, we wrap up today's report. Thanks for watching.